All right, it's a special Thursday edition of Off the Vine with Carissa Cruz from Sonoma County Wine Growers. Our guest today, haven't seen him in a while, always loved having the guy in, Eric Miller from Kokomo Wines. Eric, good to see you. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. And uh, let's see, you got started with Kokomo in 04. Hi, nice to see you, Steve. Great to be here. Oh, Carissa, I didn't know you were here. Yeah, okay, thanks. Uh, Back to you, Eric. She's only sitting right next to you, right? Steve. I mean, seriously. I can barely see you, Eric. <laughs> He's like, oh, we have her here, but we were not going to actually talk to her. So we're moving right on to our special guest, Eric. So, Eric, you started uh, Kokomo in 04. Uh, you are the, the owner and winemaker, and, of course, it's named after your hometown of Kokomo, Indiana. That's correct. You remembered, Steve. All right, man. Well, I also yeah. have the internet. So oh, I, can okay. I just tell it a reminded me, side but I, story that I don't think I've ever even shared with Eric? Oh, Carissa's here. Here See, she, know, there she is again. I'm making my Carissa. way in one way or another, Steve, so back to me. Oh, no, I'm feeling spicy today. It's been a day. Um, I was in South Dakota literally like 12 years ago with my small wine brand that I used to have, don't have any more. And everyone kept talking. I'm like, but I'm, I was born here. They're like, well, we work with this other guy for the Midwest. He's so great. It, he's from Kokomo, Indiana. And we really like his. I was like, who's this guy from Kokomo, Indiana, back in South Dakota? Am I? Am, I remember you coming up to me and saying, saying like, I knew your wines before I met you. And I always just think that's so cool because I think, well, one of the fun things about being in wine is getting to travel and seeing your friends' wine and people you know. And, and you just got back from and, New York. And I just got back from New York where there was a lot of Sonoma County wine, so that was good. But anyway, I was just, it's always been, I've always been like a side, side fan from um, early days of this Midwest connection. You know, so. I tell people I'm big in South Dakota. <laughs> Aren't we all? Not many can say that. Right. Wait, no, come on. Not many really want to say that. That is probably more accurate here, but there you uh, go. So. so Eric, as I said, owner and winemaker, tell us how Kokomo came about. Oh, Kokomo came it's about. Pre- predominantly Dry Creek Valley, right? But yep. I'm located right in Dry Creek on Dry Creek Road. I partnered up with a fourth-generation farmer. Randy Peters, and uh, he grows good fruit, so he grows this rosé we're drinking now. But, you know, it just kind of came about by me uh, in 2004. It was a different era. It was a different time in wine. It was, you know, I, I would hate to start now like I did then. I, you know, it's, it's so yeah, much more right. saturated and different, you know, but uh started with a cab. You know, I, I sold 100% of my first two vintages in my home state of Indiana. So that's where I started and had this little natural mark, you know, market there where it was, you know, local guy from Kokomo, Indiana, names it after his hometown. And I've been really connected with my alma mater, Purdue. I make a uh, Purdue Alumni Association uh, collaboration wine called the Boilermaker Blend. And we're kicking butt this year. I don't know if you follow college basketball, but anyway, so yeah, <laughs> yes, I, I know. So, so do wine sales go up when like the team's successful? Like, do you have like real skin in the game with that? Yeah, you know, we are definitely. I'll say, I got on, a, I got off a call yesterday with them, and we're like, hey, what do we do when we win the national championship? Oh, we need to have a fun. special bubbles that you know commemorates the national championship. So we're we're planning, but. You know, it's been cool, you know, and I, on Dry Creek Road, I think my story is unique in the fact that I am not fourth generation, you know, I love Dry Creek and the history and the generational growers, and you have so many on that road that have been there for so long, and that's, I love that, that's so cool, you know, my partner's a fourth generation grower, but being from the Midwest, I kind of highlight that, so when you come in, you will know right away that this is not named after a Beach Boys song. 
<laughs> right? So I have like all this Kokomo memorabilia. I have a manhole cover, you know, this is city sewer city of Kokomo. I've turned uh, last time table. you were on, uh, after the show, I was talking to a friend and uh, they said the guy from Kokomo uh, was great. Why did he name the winery after a Beach Boys song? And I went, oh, God. oh man. <laughs> you weren't listening. Why don't yeah. you listen to my show? Because yeah. we talked question. about Kokomo, Indiana the last time you, whenever you've been on in the past. What What was the first vintage? It was, what, 05? Oh, oh, 04. Yeah, that 04. Oh, it was, was 04. Yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, the first vintage in 2004. It is a Thursday edition of Off the Vine with Carissa Cruz, Sonoma County Wine Growers. And she's here. I'm here. You wouldn't have known that a couple minutes ago. But I don't know. I, I'm here in person. She is. It's great. Thank God. Our guest today is Eric Miller from Kokomo Wines. We'll talk about this rosé we're drinking. What year is this? Man, this was bottled yesterday. It's a day old. 2022. <laughs> I decided I'd go for One of my favorite days yesterday. Yeah. I love the color. Okay. Thank yeah. you, man. Thank you. Yeah, they call that, uh, some people say salmon. Mm. I remember yep. Ziggy, the wine gal, once called it, what, like, like ballet Slipper oh, pink. Ballet slipper pink. That's fine. That's a great that? nail polish. That's well, that sounds like her. <laughs> that was like she's interesting. Perfect. She's very creative. Yeah, yeah. but it, so it's light color. As you know, you get color from time on skins. Um, this is done in a probably traditional Provence style, uh, not only with the grape Grenache, 100% Grenache. It's a vineyard designate from Pauline's Vineyard, which is uh, the vineyard that Randy Peters was born and raised on there in Dry Creek, but uh, I don't want to have a lot of time on skins with my, my Grenache rosé rose because it'll bring in tannin, and I want this crisp, fresh uh, style. I and you got it. This yeah. is lovely for oh, being a day you. old, man. Yeah, yeah, right. The thing is, uh, yeah, literally right off the... <laughs> Dan right Berger the would lay it down for another 15 <laughs> minutes, probably, but then, <laughs> that's besides the point. Yeah, so, you know, wrote, I, my first year I did this, it was 2008. And I remember people going like, "What? That's not rosé!" Like, well, you know, because the color's so light. And then, yeah. you know, it started to come in fashion more rosés, and people really, I think, uh, you know, oh, it's super hot. Yeah, they yeah. think that they, they look at this color and they go, "Oh, that's definitely a dry one." So this one comes in at like oh. twelve alcohol. Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, which is great. Yeah, crisp and you know, it's delightful. A delightful rosé. It really is. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks. And yeah. how long would you lay it down? You know, rosés are one of those things. It's I mean, it's only a day old. I like rosés after a year, year and a half, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But as the market goes, if you're not selling this year's rosé, they don't want to talk. I know, because yeah. rosé is huge now. That and soft blanc. I was going to say, seriously, yeah. that and soft blanc. You know, no. If you're selling last year's, then they give you the, uh, what's wrong? Is this a discount? Do I get a discount <laughs> on it? You know, Is this a closeout? You know, so... Uh, but anyway. I want my rosé to be made the day before I drink it. How thoughtful of you to actually put it in a bottle first. I right. know. It's, it's actually labeled, sealed, <laughs> yes. everything. It's very professional. It's yeah. official. Man, that's good. I know. Is that? We got a pretty cool following for the rosé, so yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, we won the North Coast Wine Competition years ago as the best wine of the whole competition with our rosé, and it really kind of put us on the map with uh, yeah, the rosé. And, and yeah, it was like, since we've... That's kind of groundbreaking to be like best of the best. And you're like, it's a pink wine. Like, right. What the it heck? really was. Yeah. yeah. Eric, talk to us about visiting Kokomo Winery. We love to have visitors open seven days a week. We're open from 11 to 4.30. And, uh, yeah, we're up on the hill in dry, right on Dry Creek Road, about a mile and a half past the general store, heading out towards the lake. And we've got a really cool tasting room. You know, I... Uh, 
most people don't know about the town of Kokomo, but it's a very blue-collar town. And so I say, well, if I named it after my hometown, I, you surely can't walk in and see crystal chandeliers and very fancy. So I have more of this barn wood attire. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it's I very like welcoming. People say, this kind of reminds me of a brewery. But, but we have uh, kind of an open kitchen where you can see into where we're making the wine. And we have a couple different rooms in there. And, uh, yeah, and I... Uh, Start going to start this pop up that I'm going to do. I think we're going to do it every Friday, and I'm going to do a mm-hmm. pop up in, in our barrel room, which is a cool like reserve room. I got a concrete tank there for for this new project that I started called Breaking Bread, and I brought one of those to share with you guys as well. Um, and so that's just a different style of wine, and and we'll have that uh, available as well as just kind of uh, something to show off this new style that I did. So. Forty-seven ninety-one Dry Creek Road, Healdsburg. Tasting room open daily, eleven a.m. to four p.m. It's KokomoWines.com. And you have to. So, in case you missed it, uh, Eric and Kokomo received very nice recognition this week. It was in the Press Democrat. I want to say, it's like Tuesday or something. Monday. I can't remember. I was in New York this week, so it's a bit of a blur. But You're you still jet lagged. That? I am yeah. super jet lagged. Yeah, it was uh, yesterday. Harry, did you know Chris is here? <laughs> You're still jet lagged from a flight you took 18 years ago, yeah, Steve. Yeah, no, just say, from driving to, from my house to the station, I get jet lagged. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh man, uh, was that just yesterday? That was the yeah, the, the so line. I read it yesterday, and it was the day before for all of you here. I think is how that worked since I was in New York. But, right. You know, whatever. However, that works. Yeah, and what was it, it was, about, Carissa? No, I'm going to let Eric tell because it was very nice, and I don't I don't remember the exact competition, but it was really nice. Well, it was the for Chronicle competition, wasn't well, it? Well, so no, this was a, so was it actually just wine of the week. So the PD, you know, Peg Melnick, oh, right. and okay. the PD puts together this wine of the week. Right, well, this one was particularly right. on Zap, <clears throat> and so she uh, had this article that she wrote about Zap and some of the producers, and then she called for samples. So it was I think about ten or twelve local, you know, Dry Creek a lot, and some Russian River as well wineries that put in their Zinfandels and they did a big blind tasting. Um, ben Pearson, oh, Ben Pearson, not Ben Pearson, is... Uh, Dan Berger. D- d- no, Dan Berger, but the new uh, the new guy at Bottle Barn, I'm blanking. Uh, Barry, oh, Barry, Barry Hurst. Barry Hurst. Yeah, yeah, Barry. Sorry, Barry. You're out there, buddy. Yeah, uh, wow, that was... How did I come up with Ben? Uh, God rest The ben. late, great. Yeah, He's frequently yeah. mentioned yeah. on we, this program. We so. love some Ben. Yeah. Um, in fact, he was the guy when he was... Hosting, co-hosting uh, California Wine Country. That's where uh, we first met, I think. Yeah, probably. With him, yeah. And uh, he was the one that said to me and then said on the air when we were talking about rosés, and this is probably seven years ago, he said, yeah, well, hmm. everyone now loves rosé, and it used to be a problem because men generally didn't like to be seen drinking pink wine. But that has all changed, obviously. That's For sure. That's they always thought it was sweet at first too. So we've now yeah. realized that when you see pink in a glass, it doesn't mean sweet. No, but exactly. I think it might have been for a while, and now it's not. So that's, right. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, they had this cool blind tasting, and somehow we came out on top of the thing. So I was pretty proud because the the other wineries that were involved in it were definitely uh, uh, some some <laughs> some wineries I really look up to. So uh, to have the, the 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 best yeah. one, and so we we won that and. They put it in the paper, and it was on our Pauline, same vineyard as this, as a matter of fact, uh, the Pauline Zinfandel. So not a very big vineyard. I take the whole vineyard. We have Merlot planted on the vineyard, uh, the Zinfandel, and then this Grenache that we do the rosé with. Again, it's uh, kokomowines.com. You need to check them out. Tasting rooms open uh, seven days a week. 
What else did you bring? Now, breaking I know. bread. So you got to talk about it. So this is a new project? This is a new project. Where would the name come from? You did not bottle this yesterday, though. No, this has been in bottle a little, uh, little longer. Okay. Yeah, this uh, is a 21. From Monday. But it's the, the bottling <laughs> process of this, Chris, is pretty cool. Uh, but so breaking bread... I got the name. You ever heard that band, the JBs? You know, James mm-hmm. Brown's band? You mm-hmm. know, they have that, uh, they had a song that I used to love in college, Breaking Bread with your mama, Breaking Bread. So this funk song. But uh, right. anyway, Breaking Bread really to me is just about sitting around with friends, either, you know, music and or food and sitting around breaking and wine bread and, and breaking wine bread yeah. and eating and enjoying company and so on. So uh, let's face it, coming up with names is... Not the easiest oh, so thing these to do. days these in the wine days. world. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's so amazing. I brought this pet nap. You ever heard of a pet nap? It's My a... dog used to take many of them, but <laughs> well, that's nap. It's nat. N a t. Oh, n a t. Nat. Pet nap. He's been referred to as a nat, but <laughs> I thought he said pet no, nap. That's g n a t. Exactly. Right. So this. So is what's a, a pet nap? But what is a pet nap? So what? Pet nat, it's kind of this so so for all of you that haven't heard of pet nat you probably will it's um stands for petillant naturel um but it's basically referring to the ancient way of making sparkling wine or it's also referred to as uh the en- the method ancestral and these grapes were grown here so this is old vine dry creek zin wow i love to show this wine and go this is dry creek zin at 11.7 alcohol right um so i picked the zin lean and um, yeah, I'm gonna have, have a pour. Have a pour. Thank you. Yeah, I pick. You know, I pick it at like 19 bricks, like you would a sparkling. You want that nice bright acid, and the difference between this and a traditional sparkling is that we are. All right, finish that up. We are. Uh, we're having a good time in here, guys. So right. always. So we're fermenting this, and we don't add anything. Because this is kind of my natural project. If you've ever heard about natural wine, there's a lot of you know uh, things about it. It's it's. I think you know first a lot of times people tried these wines. A lot of them maybe had some flaws, and people kind of discredited them. And there's a lot of people, you know, my good buddy Dave Ramey, you know, he's a natural winemaker in his own right, right? All native yeast and things like that. But um, but there's been this term natural wine, which is kind of loosely defined as like not adding anything to the wines, right? So. The difference between these wines is we don't add SO2 when we bring in the grapes. Geek alert. Geek alert. You know, so sulfur is one of those things. We don't do chemistry on the drive. I know. Sulfur. But we don't add yeast. We don't right, add uh, right, right, you know, right. any bacteria for malactic. But we don't add anything. No, no fining agents. Uh, no nutrients at fermentation, which is kind of dicey. Um, so it is a dicey way of making wine. But it's cool because the grape is this awesome package in itself that has glucose, fructose, and natural yeast, native yeast that's on the, the, the skin of the grape. And it doesn't need a lot of interaction by the human hand. I mean, it does to kind of steer the ship. But uh, anyway, so this is fermenting with native yeast. And then before it's done fermenting, we bottle it. And then it builds that pressure inside the bottle. And so as you see here, it comes with a crown cap or like a beer cap on it. Yeah. So it's like an undiscorged sparkling that's never been riddled. So you can tell it's unfiltered. All right. Our Los Angeles producer who handles all our podcasts and a lot of the other stuff for this show, Chris DiMatteo. Just texted me, noting that uh, Eric Miller was on in September of 2017 with Carissa and Go Get Bread, which is how it's pronounced, because they were in the studio oh, with right. us. right. I do 
you remember that. Oh, yeah. my God, that's right. And that's that was amazing. California Wine Country, our yeah. Wednesday show. Wow. 2017. She just started because she brought us a bunch of bread, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Oh, it was yeah. delicious. Yeah, that, that was, was very cool. No, that was amazing. Yeah, and... Uh, so basically you're just complaining because I didn't bring any guests with bread today is what I'm No, hearing. he's no. connecting it to breaking, breaking bread. bread. You know what's Thank funny, you. guys? Whoa. Actually, Chris connected Whoa. it, but uh, yeah. Good job, Chris. Chris, check this out. And this is this is no lie. So when, you know, I met her, the go-get, you know, uh, she's she's Persian, but she's very French, you know, influenced in her bread making. Right. And so when I first came out with Breaking Bread, the first vintage in 2018... I got a hold of her, and I did a collaboration. I said, hey, I need these small baguettes about the size of a wine bottle, right? And then so we got this stamp made for the for the baguette sleeve that said Breaking Bread. So all the samples that I sent out, you know, and I knew that the bread would be stale by the time it got to whoever I was sending them to, but we sent them out to, you know, PR people and so on. Yeah, very cool. It. And that it's is like, so fun. Yeah, it was cool. So she, uh, we've been friends since. And Clark Wolf, our That's culinary cool. commodore, kept saying it's pronounced Gauget. And the woman from Go Get was, was in. Like, she said, no, it's pronounced Go Get. I remember that. And Clark still disagrees. Yeah, he does. No. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> we love some Clark Wolf. <laughs> He's a, disagreeable often. That's a cool <laughs> Who isn't? Uh, a little, little more on the sparkling wine. Uh, yeah, so we've been pouring this more and more at the winery just to kind of introduce people to Pet Nats and this, this style. Basically, it's kind of cool, like, Sparkling wines are one of the biggest growth categories in for the wine sure. industry, you know. And the most difficult part for us as wineries is to produce one under 60, 70 bucks because we have so much cost into it by the time you right. are riddling it. It's two yeah. years in the bottle to be Method yeah. Champenois, the, the, the mushroom cork, all of those extra, the cage, you know, and all, the, all those extra costs, the bottling. This can be done in a smaller winery because of the way you're hand bottling it with these crown caps and it just doesn't have all of those extra steps in it so we're able to uh we retail this for 28 bucks Jeez, you know so we're able to you know with our costs you know we're releasing it like we would rosé right so it's uh new vintage every year we're going to be releasing the 22 on this very soon and uh and i decided to do something different i've had you know quite a few pet gnats um but i was like i'm going to do mine with dry creek zinfandel because I just love, and this is Old Vine Zinfandel, planted in 1962. It's dry farmed, um, which is really cool. And it just kind of shows the diversity or the versatility, excuse me, of, of Zinfandel, where, yes, you can make it into a big peppery red. You can also, it does very well in a, in a, uh, in a sparkling like this. So That's, It's gorgeous. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. And uh, Kokomo Wines, obviously available at Bottle Barn. Oh, yeah. Bottle Barn's been uh, friends of ours for a long time. And Breaking Bread. What oh. else is available under the Breaking Bread label? We do a red. Bottle Barn, I think, has our red Zinfandel, which is a lighter style, 13-2 alcohol. And with the reds in Breaking Bread, I don't distem them at all. It's kind of the philosophy is how wine was made a 1,000 years ago. You didn't have a distemmer. You were making wines in a, in a different era, of course. You weren't using new oak. Uh, you weren't going down to the lab to grab any, you know, uh, any, any materials there. So re- really a, a simplistic way. And so we do that whole cluster. It's called carbonic maceration, not to throw too many science geek words alert around. Geek No, no, that's not a geek alert. <laughs> you know, but Even I can figure that out. Oh my <laughs> All right. Now um, you're just showing off. Okay, repeat it, Steve. <laughs> what did he say? He said, yes. hey, Harry, look, Carissa's here. <laughs> 
Nice, Jackson. Perfect. So, so anyway, I love the show's in in that lighter style, too. You know, it, 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 I think it got off of some of the best wine lists in the country because people thought it was too big and high alcohol, and you don't have to make it that way. Yeah. Well, that's lovely. And again, it's uh, KokomoWines.com. They do great stuff. Their tasting room opens seven days a week, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Go to the website, check out everything they're doing, and make a visit yeah. to the tasting room. And if they want to find out about your n- new pop-up party adventure for Breaking Bread... Will you have that on the website, on Instagram? How do they How do they find out? Yeah, we will definitely uh, release something, and we will be at the Hillsburg Wine and Food Wine Experience. And food. We just uh, started inviting folks. So, yeah, the second annual Hillsburg Wine and Food Experience, May 18th through the 21st. Well, we'll, we'll be, be back We'll be talking too. a lot now about that. we got to figure that. this out this year, so you're up there live, because we ended up calling awesome. in last time. Yeah, something happened, I forget. I we mean, had how do you beat that in tissues? I think it was Mike DeWalt's fault, is what I heard. But maybe that's just what we you blame guys were Mike saying. all the time. Now, I know that's since what I was not saying. here. Sorry, Mike. Joe is smiling you. now. Love you, Mike. <laughs> we'll do. Uh, we'll broadcast live from right? that in May. So yeah, fun. that's going to be great. And I was just saying, I, I was in New York, and it was to meet with Food and Wine Magazine. They're a partner for the event, the Healdsburg Wine and Food Experience, and also we're still activating a lot and just able to finally announce we're going to own the top of the mountain party at the aspen classic so a lot of fun stuff happening wow. with that partner yeah wow. good well, stuff that, you know there's not too many events that are in downtown hillsburg like that and it's right? so cool that it's right in the town oh backyard. it's going to yeah. be amazing second annual eric miller owner winemaker at kokomo wines kokomo wines.com and of course carissa cruz thank you head of sonoma county wine growers will we see you in two weeks you will I will be back.